This is you, God. This is the reason you died and rose again. So we can be one as you are one. This is the reason we can be one in the Spirit. In union with God in His body. We thank you, Jesus, for everything. Father, we praise you for this message today, God. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we're in covenant with you. Covenant with you, God. Nobody, nobody can ever come between us, the blood, and you. Nobody. Father, we just thank you for this word, O oh God. We thank you for this word and spirit of truth. Let it come, O oh God. Spirit of wisdom and revelation come in the knowledge of you, God. Not in the knowledge of religion, not the knowledge of man, not the knowledge of the letter, but the knowledge of you. The knowledge of your goodness, kindness, and your love, but the knowledge of your truth, the knowledge of your heart, God, the knowledge of the way you think. Not the way people have said you think, the way you think coming from the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, God, all wisdom comes from above. Father, we thank you that you will use the foolish thing to confound the wise in, in the world, the wise in religion, the wise, God, and your love and truth and revelation will bust open the boxes that they put themselves in, Father. But no longer, God, to help us not to strive with man any longer, God. You are the way. You are the truth and you are the life. And we thank you for you. We thank you for you. The only God, the only person in the world that would plan to mutilate himself to show the world that he loves us. Do it in us, God. Jesus' name, amen. Today's message is called Empty or Full? I'm going to be reading out of John chapter 2. And my message is pretty short today. Only eight, and now I know why. John 2. And in the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have you to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. Wonder what he was thinking. Because we know after that, Jesus did a miracle. He's saying, My hour is not yet come. But then God says, Your hours." Not yet really come, but I'm going to let you show them what is about to come. I'm going to... And then Jesus started picking up. Then God started speaking to him. Just like God wants to speak to us. Show forth what it is all about and what, who He is all about and what kind of power that He has that can change a drunk, an alcoholic, a drug addict, anybody into the righteousness of Christ by His power. His mother said unto the, his servants, Whatsoever he says, do it. And I say that to you today and to myself. Whatever he says to do, just do it. If he tells you to stick your finger in your mouth and stick it in someone's ear, do it. If he tells you to pick up dirt and spit on it, do it. 
If He tells you to kick someone in the butt, do it. No matter what religion tells you, what's well, not in the Bible, you just do it. And watch God move for you. Or sit there and say, well, what are they going to think? Just do it. I don't think Nike has the right to take what Mary said and make money on it. Just do it. They steal everything from Jesus and God. They always counterfeit everything. But I tell you today, they're not going to take it. They're not going to take symbols. They're not going to take the power. They're not going to take the joy of the Lord and counterfeit it. They're not taking it. Not on my watch. And there were set there six water pots of stone. After, said, well, yeah, there's six pots there. Man, it's just because God wanted to explain. After the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two and three frankincense uh, apiece, Jesus said to them, fill them with water. Fill them up with water. So they ran out of wine. These weren't the wine bottles. These were the bottles for the washing, for the cleansing of the outward man. The Jewish stuff they did. And they would do this because they were supposed to do it. Because God wanted us to know Him. And when Jesus came, for all these, our eyes to be open, all these things to prove that no man can let us see any other God. And there is no other God on earth. There's no other man that has walked on earth that rose from the dead. So I don't care what you call Him. The door, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, the pearl of great price, whatever it is, the, 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 um, my, um, the great physician, <clears throat> His name is Yeshua. And I like to call Him Jesus. <clears throat> A lot of people don't like that. But you know what? If He, if he told me His name was Harry, and I called Him Harry... And He saved me because I know the God I'm talking about, the one, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. He's the only one that could save me. Amen. The devil's distracting so many people and so many levels and so many things. And, 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 and He's on a mission to do that. But I tell you, I'm on a mission to do it His way and to open the blind eyes and to point people away from distractors. Pharisees and Sadducees and scribes have nothing to do with us anymore. Mm-hmm. The Bible they carried around trying to point and condemn everybody, it's in me now. <laughs> the living word. That's right. The Torah is in me. Yes, amen. <laughs> Thank you, Father. <laughs> show, show them the way. There were six. Why were there six? Because six is the number of man. God made man on the sixth day. So man is the number six. And they were empty. Because man was empty. Full of themselves, but empty of God. Empty of what God wanted to give them. So what did He do? He said, fill it with water. All the way. Jesus said, if you knew who was before you, you wouldn't just ask for this water in the well of Jacob. You would ask me for, li- for, for, for living water. And you'd never thirst again. And Jesus said to this woman that I'm looking for a people that will worship me in spirit and in truth. For I'm coming now, and my time is yet. He says, I am the Messiah sitting with you. All, all he had to do is tell her. Why? Because she wasn't a scribe or a first. She believed. He just told her. But he also told her, 
Many things. Many things. And he sat there and opened her eyes. The living water will open your eyes. Let him turn that water into wine. There were six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews. So they cleaned the outside. But Jesus said, this living water will clean the inside. And we are now the temple of God. Jesus said unto them, fill the, the water pots with water. And they filled them up. Jesus, that, that's stupid. That's a lot of water. I mean, there's enough. Not even know what they're doing. What's, what's he doing anyway? We ran out of wine, not water. <laughs> what is this guy nuts? But they heard his mother because they knew his mother. Whatever he says, do it. So say, yeah, fill it with water. And a lot of people didn't know what was going on, but those people did that were filling it with water. Come on, I want to see some real stuff. Not from the devil, from the Holy Spirit of God. Yeah. Fill the water pots with water, and they fill them up to the brim. That means all the way up. And he doesn't want to just give you a little. He wants to fill you all the way up. Fill them with water, and he said, he said unto them, and now draw out. So then people come and draw out. Mm-hmm. Not religion, not the Torah, but God Himself. The feast, they tasted the water which was made wine. He says this, and when they whence it came, but the servants that drew up, nobody knew about it, but the servants that drew it up. And they're like, oh my God, do they know what's going on? Talk about it. Well, I won't say that word. The governor of the feast Called to the governor of the feast drinking, you know, he gets the first drink, whatever. And he's like, Every man from the beginning does set forth that which is good wine. And when men have well drunk, means good, and then they give them the cheap stuff. Well, God said the best stuff for last Jesus. He gave them the old covenant, He gave them the letter. But He had a plan to give them the better. The letter turned into the better. Yes, amen. But they'll fight you about that. Thank you, Lord. It says, then we know when people are drunk, they won't know what they're drinking. Then we give them the cheap stuff. Because, you know, it's all about impressing people. And that's all the old wants to do. I'll impress you. I know the Torah. I know this. I know this prayer. I know this. I know all the names. I know this. But do you know Him? Then that which is worse, they kept... The good, but you kept the good for last. Because they ran out before they were had enough. It's like, why'd you give us that? I won't say it. That sour stuff? You gave us this first. Where was this? In the backyard? Back door? Out there? It's like, this is good. The guy's like, that's what he's saying. He's like, this is good. He didn't know it was water a minute ago. All he knew is it's good. He didn't know where it came from, but he knew it was good. And we don't know where the spirit comes. Come on. Come on. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> Blows from the east, the south, the north, and the west. Yes. <laughs> we don't see it come, but when it hits us, it's good. And he's good. And he and God is spirit. Yes. And those that worship him must worship him in this manner. Jesus. God, I wish you'd just deliver me from all the religious Jesus. people. Because I can't take it. Thank you, Lord. Strength. Strength. We gotta keep trying to reach them. Thank you, strength. Thank you, They're blind and they, they're full of pride and they're missing it because of the pride blinding them. They're missing it.
Gentiles. I'm going to rest forever. And they said in the beginning of the miracles, this was the beginning of the miracles that Jesus did do. And manifested forth His glory. And His disciples believed on Him. I believe on Him. I'm His disciple. I want to see stuff like that. And after they went down to Capernaum, He and His mother and His brother and His disciples, they continued there not many days. And the Jews of the Passover went to the hand, and it was Passover time. They went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that were sold. I'm only going on this because I'm not going off traffic. Because watch this, because God's like, okay, let me take this off and go back to the end of it. I'm like, well, again, He's coming to the temple. Now we are the temple of God. And when He comes... He cleans. When He comes, He delivers. When He comes, He gets out the old stuff and puts. And He is the new temple. Amen. Either the old temple will throw you out, because they threw Him out, but first He threw them out. He cleaned it. And then He said that my house should not be a den of thieves, selling books, CDs, tapes, oils, scarves, religion. They sell everything. Some of them even sell their children. And, yeah, water. $10 miracle water. But this isn't the way of the Master. Jesus came to give us, to show us, to lead us a better way. We have a better covenant now. Why are you going back to the sour wine? And the Jews in the passage, so he says he went and, and, and where the money changers were sitting. And he had a scourge of small courts, and he made, he had made a scourge. So he sat there and started making this. He didn't get angry, he was ang- righteously angry, but he didn't lose control and he made a whip. You make a whip, it probably at least takes 10, 15 minutes to make a whip. I don't know how long it takes to make a whip, but I'm sure somebody's looked at found that out, but scholars, but it's for sure it's. Not too quick unless... Because he wasn't a whip maker. He was just Jesus. Not just Jesus, but... You know what I mean. He had other things on his his mind than arts and crafts when he was growing up. So he made this cord and he, 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 he went in and, and he poured out the money changer's money and he, and he overthrew the tables. And he said to them that sold, take these hence... Let's take him and get him out of here. It's my father's house. and my It's not a house of merchandise. And his disciples remembered that it was written that the zeal of the house will be will eat, eating him up. So Jesus prophetically cleaned the house. But it says that he did not only throw out, I don't know if it's in other scriptures, but I don't know if I just really can't remember, but not only them that sold, but then, then that bought. So he's not only angry with the ones that were selling, but the ones that were buying. Buying religion. The whole thing about it was, it wasn't about convenience. It wasn't about, hey, yeah, I can go to the temple. That's what we do now. We push in our little time clock and we go to church and we run. It was about the sacrifice. It was about walking to the temple. It was about the works. He wanted to see them now. Jesus did all the work. It's our faith now. Our faith. But he's like, where's the sacrifice? The New Testament is all about the sacrifice. You better bring the sacrifice. And now who is that? It's you, it's me. And we're alive and we're living sacrifices. Turning into epistles read by men. That is writing them on our hearts. You say, why do we care about pagan things? Well, if God didn't want Jewish things to be brought in the temple that way, 
pagan things. Do you think he cares about that? People just care about getting the church big. God cares about getting him big in our heart. And he answered the Jews and sent them what son shows them and says, and Jesus answered and said, Destroy this temple, and in three days I'll rise it up. Always the natural first. Not saying Jesus was what he and then the spirit. The natural temple. Now he's coming, and his zeal is for you and for me to be a temple of God. He said to the Jews, Forty-six years this temple's been here, and now we'll rear it up in three days. Ha ha ha. But he spoke not of the temple of the body. Uh, but he spoke of the temple of the body. And when therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had this unto them. And then again, so filled it with all with the living water, and the water turned into wine. Makes us a new creation. We're the new wine. We're the new creation. All things, old things pass away, and all things become new. We don't keep half the old and some of the new. A little bit of the old and a lot of the new. It's a new covenant. And when therefore he is risen from the dead, his disciples remembered and said unto them, They that believed in the scriptures, the word which Jesus had said, now when he was in Jerusalem in the Passover and the feast, many believed on his name when they saw the miracles that he did. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men. And indeed, not that any should testify of man. For he knew what was in man. That's why he came. So he could put himself in man. So he's like, I'm not going to commit to this. Even though they want to follow me, they like the miracles, but they don't want to be transformed. They don't want to be renewed. They don't want to be new creations. They want religion. They love the miracles. You can get a, you start doing miracles for the wrong reasons, you'll have a lot of people following you. You preach righteousness, truth, and holiness. And that you got to submit to the Holy Spirit and pick up your cross every day and follow Him and love your enemies. Well, the crowd you hang around with just starts to get smaller and smaller. Jesus was walking love and had the smallest crowd. The biggest crowd followed Him until He said, pick up your cross. What's a cross? I don't know, but He said, once they heard, deny myself. Deny myself? What's He talking about? All right, this is too heavy and go. Let's go to Luke, verse 5, um, chapter 5, verse 30. But their scribes and Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with publicans and sinners? And Jesus answered and said unto them, They that are whole need not a physician, but those that are sick. I came not for, to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And they said unto him, Why? Do the disciples of John fast? Well, John's a great man. He's a prophet. His disciples are fasting. And make, law, and make prayers. And likewise, the disciples of the Pharisees. But thine eat and drink. And he said unto them, Can you make the children of the bridegroom fast? Why? The bridegroom is with them. But. Everybody say but. 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 The days will come. And we got to say, They're here. They're here. They're here. They're here. Jesus was saying the days will come because He's going to the cross. The days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken from them. And they, then they shall fast in those days. And He spoke unto a parable unto them. No man put a piece of a new garment upon an old. If 
Otherwise, then both the new maketh rent, and the peace that was taken out of the new agreeth not with the old. So if I was taken out of the system, you know all the first Christians were all Jews under the law. So Jesus took them out of that. He didn't tell them not to read the old or have any um, reverence to it, but he says, you're not under that anymore. He didn't say to disrespect it. He just said, I'm sure now I've come to make you. Everything you were doing on the outside, washing those six pots and going in and all the, um, the incense, prayers, now you're the prayer. You're my incense. Can I smell you today? And then he said, oh, and you're, make sure you get, you're seeking me because I give you daily bread and it needs to be fresh in your heart. Not stale bread. And he said, oh, make sure you keep, you know, those lights going on in you. Don't, be a, don't go on a hill and put a basket over your head. He says, you are the light of the world. Well, let's go back and figure all that out. Still make it. What's in, or just let us be free. This is when the sun sets free. It's free indeed. In holiness, we seek it. We seek righteousness. We seek to do the right thing, to love our enemies, to do good to them, to pray for them, to despitefully use us, to be a peacemaker. All the good things. I'm not saying false grace. I'm going to go do sin because of Jesus. No. I'm going to submit to Him and show the world that there's a new and better covenant. And show everybody in the world that you can live righteous and you can live holy and you don't have to sit there with a bunch of rules and regulations because all the rules and regulations are in your heart. Because those that are led by the Spirit of God, those are the sons and daughters of God. And the Holy Spirit doesn't lead us into any sin. He doesn't lead us into any fornication. He doesn't lead us into any adultery. He doesn't lead us into hating our brother. He leads us into love. So my struggle is to stay in the Spirit. And to learn as much revelation about Him as I can. So He says this, and He's speaking about, No man puts new wine in old bottles, whilst the new wine will burst the bottles. He said, No man put old wine in new bottles, they burst them, and they spill all the wine. And the bottle shall perish. The bottle shall perish. Remember, we're the new, we're the vessels. But new wine must be put in new bottles. You must be born again to get the new wine. Nicodemus, Jesus, how do I get born? How do I born again? I go back in my mother. My God, how can you think such a weird thing? Go back in my mother's womb and come back out? Or what am I going to do? Um, how do I do this? Um, born again. <laughs> He's like... You must be born again. I believe with all my heart, many people have so much knowledge of all the Word, but some of them aren't even born again. Because you can't even see and understand the kingdom of God. And when you're not born again, you'll just confuse people. You're not going to go on the street and tell them all the, the, not, the, the, all the 12 tribes of Israel and where they came from and why Israel's going to come back and God's going to graft them back in again. And, and they're stuck on drinking and drugging. They're like, wow, that's cool, man. <laughs> and you know, you know, then, you know, and the feasts mean this, and Jesus is this feast, and this is that. And there's nothing wrong with you later getting, you know, whatever you want to do, but God wants to save the world. He came not for the righteous, but for the sinners. He came for those that need healing, not for those that think they're healed already. So we become, end up becoming a stumbling block 
to, to the one and true living God that we want to do all that we can. We be, start to kick against the bricks. So he said that. He's like, must be put in new bottles and both be preserved. No man, having drunk old wine, desireth the new. For he say, the old is better. Wow, that's heavy right there. No man, having drunk old wine, right away thinks, doesn't want the new. They're used to it. This is what we do. This is how we are. This is how we roll. This is, I don't even come with it. That's too crazy. Exactly, traditions. We like doing this. We love to keep this up. We love this. We love, oh, the old is better. And now let's just mix the two. Have the power of God and all that. We could just get stuck in all that. It's just so fun. Let's just mix it up, you know. Mix up. Mix it all up. A little old, a little new, and then we're just, you know. Well, Jeremiah said it, so let's go to the old and he prophesied it. Jeremiah 31, 28-34. And it, and it shall come to pass. And it came. That like as I have watched over them to pluck them up, and to break down, and to throw down, and to destroy, and to afflict. So will I watch over them, to build and to plant, saith the Lord. In those days they shall say no more. The fathers have eaten sour grapes. Sour grapes are fermented grapes. That's the dra- grapes that get you drunk. Sour grapes doesn't really taste good if it's not done right, you know. I mean, these guys perfected to make wine taste good and our modern day with technology and cooling and temperatures and all these different things. But back then they had no refrigeration, no electricity, no power, and they didn't have the scientists and stuff that they have now and the knowledge. So it was really sour and it was really nasty. And rich people didn't drink it. Once it started getting sour, they put it out back and it starts to ferment and the poor people come and get drunk because they're thirsty and that's how they, how they roll. There's no refrigeration. The wine was fresh grapes from the, from the vine. Jesus is the fresh grape from the vine. His juice is His blood. Yes. We are the branch. We have His blood throwing, flowing through us. We have new DNA. We have the new wine. It's His new blood of the new covenant. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mixing blood of bulls, goats with the blood of Jesus. How dare you? Wow. You want to mix all the other stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, we won't do that though. We don't take the lamb. What's the difference? He just said, if you do one, you do, you've got to do it all. That's right. Yeah, he's been on this for the last couple of months. And like, but we were on, coming against false grace for like years. And now he's like, we're on, we're on this now. He's going to put it all together, man. Great symphony of the truth, right? Of Jesus revealing to all the nations. And he says this. This is Jeremiah, man. This isn't like... You know, Paul, you know, Paul, you know, everyone's like, well, that was Paul. He's like, he's whacked out with, you know, whatever. No, it's like, this is Jeremiah. <laughs> your prophet that told you you're going to go back in Babylon because you're so rebellious. This God's going to put a yoke around your neck and he's going to bring you, drive you right back into Babylon and give you over to your oppressors because of your your heart. But there was coming a day. In those days there should be no more. The fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set to edge. But everyone shall die for his own iniquity. See, he will die for our own but Jesus died for our iniquity. Every man that eats sour grapes, his teeth shall be set at edge. Behold, the days come, they're here, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant from the lips of Jeremiah the prophet. Jesus knew that. Jesus knew what he did because he saw it all in the Old Testament. They couldn't. They don't. They still don't. They didn't see him. They don't know. He knew because he had the Holy Spirit in him. 
You can't baptize someone into something they already are. <laughs> he had it all, man. And now we do. Without boasting, boasting, boasting that, that He gave it all. And to think that if you're born again and He doesn't love you, there's people going to go to hell. You're going to meet some people today when you walk out the door and they're never going to know God. If He does nothing for us ever again in our life, that's worth more than a trillion dollars. We've got to start thinking on what the things we need to think on and stop meditating on things that the world wants us to think or the devil or our flesh. He's so good. And He said this, Jeremiah's like, the fathers of the day took them by the hand. You see, the Holy Spirit wants to take us by the hand and bring us into the promised land. Joy, peace, and righteousness in Him. I want it, man. Man, there's days I don't have joy. I mean, I don't. I want to get to that place, man. I don't want to go another five years through the crap that I'm messing me up today. Pride, worry about being seen, rejection. Oh, they don't reject. Whatever it is, what you're. So I say, kill. Let's kill these giants, man. Because there's a promised land right here on in this time. Because we're in the new covenant. Holy Spirit's here. He is alive. He's filling us. He's clean. Renewing our mind through the washing of the water of the Word. That's what He's renewing now. Our old thinking. Amen. Our old ways. Amen. There's no power in the old, the old covenant. There were lots of laws. There was lots of truths. God's Word was there. But He didn't release His power. He did it through Moses. But it wasn't upon all the children anymore. But we have it. The same power that raised Christ from the dead will dwell inside of us. And that's the same power that raised us from the dead. So if you're believing that you're going to meet Him, because all of us do, because like we all believe that. When I die, I know. We'll live and know. Live and know it now. Amen. We go to church all the time like people don't even know who they are. Hang out with Christians all the time. They don't know what they're doing. You go home laugh or you cry. What do you do? People do some crazy stuff. And they're supposed to know Him. That's what hearing from another voice will do. We need to hear from the voice of our Father. And the thing that really bothers people is like everything else says from the Bible. Oh, I wish you could find something that he says that's not in the Bible so we could just put billboards out and then finally stone him like we want to do the woman caught in adultery they're all waiting to stone you because their father is the devil religious people are the worst ones because they think they know God but they don't and by their works they deny him but they've been deceived by the devil that they know him so their righteousness becomes what they know and not who they know and not faith in who they know. Okay, I just gotta keep going. I just can't. It shall be the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. And he says, let's go back up. It says, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break. Although I was a husband unto them, although I was a husband unto them, saith the Lord. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. And don't you know that, that Jesus said that we are His new sons and daughters by the Spirit? I, um, Jeremiah only prophesied what he knew and said, but he, he didn't have the revelation Paul got because Paul got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Jeremiah's just prophesying what God's saying. Well, why didn't Jeremiah say this? He's just saying what God wants him to say. And he's probably ready. He's like, what does that mean? But it sounds good. Certainly wish I was there when I was what happened, but right, but I'm here and I'm but I'm giving it to you. What a great prophet he was. You know what we have in earthly vessels. And he said, After those days, they hated Jeremiah until he died. Everyone hates you till you die, and then they all worship you. 
The dead love to worship the dead. That's what they do. But we worship the one who died and rose again. He's alive. Those of the Spirit will worship that was what is alive. The only thing we worship is Him in spirit and in truth. <clears throat> this is so good. I, I just want, just want to can't want, Jeremiah, man. It's like it's right here. Everything that Paul and Hebrews and everything. It's right here. I'm going to read it. Not according to the covenant I made with their fathers. The old covenant. What's the old covenant? Well, Genesis to Malachi. Whatever you want, right? Then Jesus comes. My God, I love having that now because then I just see Christ in everything. In everything. Wow, typing shadows everywhere. Elijah, look at Jesus. Wow, look at Moses. The church and Jesus. The power of God. He has it in his hand with a rod. We have it in us. God said, I'll stretch forth my hand and do mighty signs and wonders. And if we're the body of Christ, let's jump on that hand. He says in that day with the Lord, and I'll put, <laughs> had to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they broke, although I was their husband, saith the Lord. And people are doing that today. Like we're married to the Lamb and, and it's like we're in one spirit and like we we have all that. And He was mad at them then. What if we do that now? There's a lot of stuff in that Word. We need to stay connected to Him. Walking with Him. See, you can't eat at two tables. Right. The table of the Lord and the table of devils. Right. A double-minded man is unstable in all ways. Right. Old covenant man and new covenant man. That's an unstable man yeah. in my eyes. That's yeah. what it says and in, in the book of James. But this be the covenant that I will make. I'm not rushing it because I want you guys to just keep thinking about this. Because sometimes I'll just preach, 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 preach. Just think about it. Are you thinking about it? It's like Jeremiah. It's like, do you see what we, we're in it now? It's like, if people don't understand this, then you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. You need to be born again. And I don't blame you for not reading the Bible. So I never really did until I got in. I was like, what is that? Give me the NIV because this King James was confusing. It's like, what in the King James or the NIV? You were confused. <laughs> He's God's not confused. <clears throat> and I'll write and I'll put my law on their hearts. In their inward parts, it says. And I'll write on their hearts and I will be their God. So the law is the Spirit now. Really? As you said, that Jesus is the living Word and everyone loves to say He's the Torah. Well, it says that I'll put it in. I didn't put the Torah in, but it is in me, right? If He's the living Word, so it's already in me. And He's Spirit, and he passed, He's so good. And He fills us with it. And it says the water is the water of the, of the Spirit. The water represents the Spirit, that He is the living living water. Mm-hmm. It is the Spirit. And I'll be their God. I'll be their God. We have a God. We don't have a dead God that is a statue. or He will be their God, the creator of all creation. Would you know what you have? That's what God wants you to know today, what you have. And they shall be my people. He's our God, and we are His people. Whether you're Jew or Greek, Gentile, black, white, Puerto Rican, green, yellow, everyone on this earth, He can be their God. That's good news. Because He made all the plans. Like He made all the plans. So if you were in the world and you're smart and you've got, you know, you you know, you're working for a business, man. You want to make. You'd want to know, like, if you were working for, uh, not IBM, what's that other one, uh, Microsoft? Man, you'd want to know, uh, what's his name, Bill Gates? Gates. You'd want to know Bill Gates, right? Because you're working for the business, and he created it. And if you wanted the favor, and you wanted to be promoted, and you wanted to be part of that, you'd basically want to get to know him. Mm -hmm. Not all the 
the instructions and all the other things and all that that you know no one ever sees him but they just see that <coughs> but then if you knew him and when you know him where all blessings come then he'll of course you're going to want to do all the things that he instructs because you know him and when you get closer to him you don't worry about any instruction to him because if he's perfect not like the people on the earth where you're going to find fault you can't find fault in him the creator of all things you're not going to have anything against him because he's perfect but you can't know perfect until you seek out perfect and of course this word is beautiful it makes us to him this word is like a hammer breaks my hard heart and peace. this word is so powerful but man he wants to, to to write it on our hearts to where we're, we're one with it we're living word not a, a, a mediator to people of telling them he says this here and this is to speak it by the spirit mm-hmm. Jeremiah was speaking the word by the spirit he didn't even know what he was saying mm-hmm. I mean God might have showed him something I'm not saying I don't know any of that I'm just saying none of us are supposed to know that until all of us were blind how many times did Jesus say this? And you know, I'm going to go and, you know, I'm going to die and raise up. It's like, then he's finally doing this. It's not like, I think that's what he was talking about. Hmm. Then they're like, well, then they see him a bunch. It's like crazy stuff because they didn't have the spirit. They even forgot about the things that he was saying. But now we won't forget about it because we're right on our He's in us to remind us. So if they take all this, he's there to give us more. <laughs> There, there, there's nothing to lose, man, with him. We have everything to lose, but I'm saying everything to gain with him. I don't, I don't take my shoes. Says, you know what I mean. It's like we can't lose with him. He's a winner, and we're winners with him. I'll put them in your heart, and I'll be your God, and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more every man and his neighbor. Remember, he says that I'll baptize the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. I'm not here to teach you. How to do this and do that. I'm here to keep you focused on the one that's going to teach you. It's a big difference. I'm here to remind you of who you are. You are a new creation. You're a child of God. You have a you have a you have a gifting. You have a calling. You have a purpose. Know him and you'll know your purpose. Some of us can get a word of knowledge and tell someone their purpose, but until they walk with him, they'll never fully reach their purpose and their potential. There's no way religion can make get reach your potential. You might get your title, you might get your salary, you might get your building, you might get it in everything, but you'll never get your purpose without him. Religion, you might get your robe, you might get your certificate, you might get your ordinations from all that and think you can do more or be more. You're nothing more. You're nothing. The highest calling we are is to be sons and daughters of the living God. And to walk as He walked. And to talk as He talked. Mm-hmm. When we stand on Judgment Day, there won't be an apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher. It'll be, our, are you a good and faithful servant? Or are you a worker of iniquity? There's two things He's going to say to us first. Two, one thing. Just like sheep and goats, it's one thing. Depart from me, work of iniquity. He's not going to say, well, you know, you guys sit in the middle for a while. Let me think this over. Because you know, you can half good and half bad. You've been a hybrid Christian, you've been under the law. If you've been under the law, he says you've got to be cursed with the law. <laughs> Either one or the other. Just like since we're on, we're saying one thing well done, good and faithful servant. That's your goal to be a good and faithful servant. No matter what your calling is, 
doesn't make you better or anything. His callings are further. His purpose of His kingdom. Our callings doesn't make us any better. God will call things for different purposes. For it's all for His purpose. I mean, different reasons you're called. Backgrounds and different things. God does all that. He knows all that. He knows where you've been. He knows where you walk. But he says, now that you're in the kingdom of God, He said, grab hold. He says, anyone in the kingdom of God, looking back is not fit. Make yourself fit for this kingdom. And I'll teach them no more as man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying to know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. There it is, even Jeremiah. From the least to the greatest, saith the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Not remember it no more. Not like every year, okay, now I've got to do it again. He'll remember it no more. And we see all through Hebrews 8. I'm not going to read it for this. And I basically messed up. I copied and pasted Jeremiah twice and left Hebrews in the office. (laughs) But I'm like, he's rolling so late. That was all God too. Go read Hebrews 8, I believe, chapter 8. And the whole thing will tell you all what Jeremiah just said, but really lengthy. And thank God for you all that traveled a long way that I forgot to do that. You know what? It was only eight pages. But I didn't forget the last one. Um, where'd it go? Oh, oh yeah, no, that's Jeremiah twice. That's what I got. Okay, let's go all the way down. i got to skip that. 2 Corinthians 3. Because you know when God starts putting Revelation, you'll start seeing the same thing everywhere. Everywhere. It's like, it's in... Galatians, it's in here, it's in there. And then you might meet somebody that's like, well, that's not what he's talking about. I said, oh my God, he confirmed it all through the Bible, but that's not what he's talking about. Okay, whatever you say. No, I'm going to say whatever he says. That's right. So 2 Corinthians 3 and <clears throat> close. Do we begin to commend ourselves? Or need we, as some other epistles of condemnation to you, or letters of condemnation from you? You just give letters of condemnation to people. You receive them. You are our epistle written. You are! You! Written on our hearts. Known and read of all men. For as much as you are manifestly declared to be epistles of Christ ministered by us, written not with the ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. It's right here. Why haven't you seen it? Because you can read it without the Spirit and not see nothing. Not in tables of stone, but in fleshly tables of your heart. As such, trust have we through Christ to God word. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves. Not that we can do anything in our own strength. Remember, not by might, not by power, but by His Spirit. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves. Who also has made us able ministers. Every one of us, if you got God, you're an able minister. If this if all you know is God's in you and his powers in you and you know the, the gospel of he died on, you're an able minister. Tell him. Do it. And you have the power to break chains. Every one of us. Power is not for just the apostle. The power is the Holy Spirit in you. It's nothing to do with your title. That's nothing to do with your calling. Jesus said, those who believe will do these things, not those that have the greater titles. Who has made us the ministers of the New Testament? Not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, 
but the Spirit gives life. But if the ministration of death, written and engraven in the stones, was glorious, nothing God ever did is not by His glory. To that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses. That was an awesome day. Moses went up to the mountain, met with God in a fire burst. God sent a lightning bolt down and wrote on stone. Moses was like, why wouldn't you follow that? My God. Of course we follow that. But God had a plan. And they did follow it. And they had a hard time following it. The worst time they had a hard time following the first two. That's why Jesus came. Let's read this back again. Verse 6. Now he has enabled ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. But if the ministration of death was written and engraved in stones, <coughs> was glorious... <coughs> So that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses and his countenance, which the glory was to have been done away with. Do you know even in the, in the ministering in the congregation, the glory was so heavy when the priests couldn't even stand and minister? You got people standing on platforms, glorifying men. The ministers in the old couldn't even stand in the glory of God. They need to go lower. They want to see him manifest. Amen. Ministration of condemnation be glory. If the, minist- if, if the ministration of condemnation be glory, much more does the ministration of righteousness exceed in glory. Exceed in glory. Be more glory. We go from glory to glory if you continue to let them write on your heart. For even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect by reason of the glory that was excellent. For if that which was done away with was glorious. Done away with. What are you saying? Let's reinvent. Let's, let's add a little bit of the old to the new. It's done away was glorious. Much more that which remains is glorious. First the natural and the spirit. <coughs> Seeing that we have such a hope, we use great plainness of speech and not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of God, children of Israel, could not steadfastly look to the end that which was abolished, of that which is abolished. Look it up. But their minds were blinded. I know Christians that are getting blinded in their minds. For unto this day remain the same veil, untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament. Which veil is done away in Christ? But then the day that Moses is read the veil upon their heart, Jesus says that he tore the veil. And we can go boldly to the throne. We have full access to God. Because He's inside of us. You're one of those pots that He wants to fill. And then turn you into new wine. It's all done at the cross. Jesus. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that Spirit. Jesus is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. There is deliverance. There is truth. But all that look with an open face beholding as a glass from glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. We were made into the likeness of God. (laughs) This is good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the beginning, God made Adam and Eve and breathed life in them and they became a living soul and we were made in the image of God. Now when Jesus comes... The Lord changed to the same image from glory to glory, even as the Spirit of the Lord changed into the same image. 
Before it was into the image of. Now it's the same image. I never saw that before, the same image. It always said we were made into the likeness of the image of God. Why? Because now God's in us. His spirit was in Adam and Eve, but after the garden, He made man in His image means now we're the same image because now any part that lacked, we have the fullness. And He made us. And they, they drank. He said the old is sour. It's bitter. It's sour. It's old. It's decayed and waxed old is what it says. But I've given a new, a new commandment and I've given a new way to my bride, to my people. One new man in Christ Jesus. Filling us with living water and out of you. And God wants to crack you. He wants to break you so you can be cracked in living water because He wants to keep filling you. So living water just keeps coming out of you. A broken vessel. Pouring out the treasure which is Him in us. Just like the woman with the alabaster box was broken. But God could pour out of us. Nothing can pour out of anyone that is perfect. Everyone that's righteous. But when you're broken, and you keep that brokenness, and you know who you are, that He's filling you with a new creation. That God, I don't want to be, be, be like anybody else. I want to be like you. The author and finish my head, I mean, um, count it not to be equal with God, Jesus said. But count it and made Himself a servant in the likeness of a servant. Paul says, oh yeah, you want to be an apostle? <laughs> Laughing at them. He says, you don't even know what you want. Yeah, in today's religion, in today's generation, yeah. Because <laughs> we've lifted up man so high that but to be the greatest in the kingdom is to be the least of all. Amen. And Jesus said, you don't even know what you got. People thought John had a lot. Jesus said John was the greatest prophet before all. He said the least in the kingdom is greater than John the prophet. Every one of us that have this new wine in a, in a, in a, in a, in a state of, because of what we have in us to the max now, we have the Spirit without measure. Without measure. He won't stop it. Without measure. That means it doesn't just stop here or that there or there. Do you understand? You have to get that. That word needs to get in your heart. I don't care how much you know and quote it. Do you know the word though? Yeah, you know scripture. You know letter. You know death. You know law. But do you know Him? And the power of His resurrection working in us. God, we have it. But you can't Manifest something you don't believe. Everything that you have, you need to have faith that you have it. You need to know who you are. Not on Sunday, yes, I'm a son of God. And then on Tuesday, you don't know who you are anymore. God wants to make us sound by washing our mind by the power of God. And He wants to break us. He wants to shake us. Hebrews, And He wants to fire God to burn everything out of us. He said, I'm going to shake everything that can be shaken. That the only thing that remains is me. Not your letters on the wall. Not your credentials. Man, I'm sick of it all. People are chasing everything that's going to vanish away. And they're going to go in front of God. And it's all going to burn up. And they say, they're like, where is it all? Man, I got, I got 15 degrees. It's like, here, God, look. It disappears. Fire God burns it up. And they go, wow, I really... I had nothing to show you. I mean, I thought I had all this, man. I got, I went to college, I got doctrines, and I got this, and I got counseling degrees. I mean, I, I got this. He's like, but, but how much of, of me did you get? Get all of it. 
eat all of them. Father, please open the eyes of the blind. Please open the ears of the deaf. Let this mind be in us, oh God, that was in you in Christ Jesus. You knew all the whole, yeah, you were walking, you, you knew it all, but you also knew your Father. God, let us know our Father, our big brother Jesus, and say I can do nothing without Him. Nothing without Him. God, it's not going to strive with man forever. He says, do not frustrate the grace of God. The power of the cross sets us free. We need to understand that we're free here to really live out our freedom. Our identity doesn't come from man. It doesn't come from our mom and dad. It comes from above. Our identity doesn't come from who we are and the status of this world. It comes from above. Our identity comes from turning us inside out. We need to be turned inside out because if we're not turned inside out, what's outside will go in. And Jesus said it will defile us. In the abundance of our heart, our mouth will start speaking lies and things that we believe are true. We'll turn truth into lie. We'll turn everything around. It'll be all mixed up when everything in the world is supposed to be turned around the other way. We'll begin to turn it back around the other way. Because the deceiver is a perverter. He turns things the wrong way. But only God and the Holy Spirit leads us the right way. And that way is narrow today. And if, Father, we ask you to open our eyes today. Everyone can stand up. And I pray that we know you, God, more and more, God. And whatever I'm going through, I see now, stuff that you've taken me through years, it's to get to know you more, to be able to produce oil to set people free, to see Christ, not man today, to see Him. So all that I went through, all the rejection, all the pain, all the blasphemy, all the stones, all people misunderstanding me, calling me the devil, it's just so I could give you this today. Jesus was the beast above of them all, but He gave us life. Let this life be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Father, I pray today, God, that our eyes have been opened, that our ears have been opened, that Guatemala will hear, that the church in Brazil will hear, that the whole nations of the world will not settle for the crumbs that fall off your table, that the dogs eat, that they will become sons of God, not be dogs and contentious workers, but in relationship with you, Father. Just pray that today, O God. In Jesus' name, amen.